0: And then my the son gets up and says we'll go straight into the singer, And then when you get up, um, you are fully in. You're about to start. You are? You are? We're about to start.
1: No. You want to speak? Well, Terry, we we're about to start.
2: thank you Lord we thank you father tonight we are so glad that we can call upon your name thank you father for your presence we felt tonight in our midst we can gather together to sing your praises thank you for this opportunity Lord for everyone that's here tonight and not only here but those that are listening over the air father we pray that you'll reach down your hand of grace and mercy and Fill the needs in their lives god let this service be a blessing to everyone that's listening father let your words go forth. let your presence father shelter and and protect your people wherever they are minister to them we pray tonight lord we pray that you'll remember those that are not well the father we thank you for brother john coming out of that procedure lord we pray that you'll continue to minister strength and encouragement to his heart lord let him experience you in a great measure strengthen him we pray and bring him out oh god that he can be back amongst us his people the people father here to worship you and to serve you in spirit and in truth oh god remember those that are traveling for the des moines meeting wherever they are father we pray that you'll protect them and give them journeys mercies so, oh father take them safe and we pray that you'll bless the, the Des Moines meeting. Lord, let your word go forth with an anointing. Let it be a blessing to everyone that attend and everyone that's speaking, Father, Amen. that they may represent you, by Father, in every possible way. And, Father, we pray tonight for our local assembly. Lord, we thank you for the words we have been receiving, for your precious words. And, we, Father, the instructions we are getting. Oh, God, help us to... Pay attention to whatever's been said. And not only listen with our ears, but listen with our hearts. And God, to make the required changes that are necessary for our spiritual growth and development. Help us to change, oh God. Help us to become the people you want us to be. Oh God, help us to get closer to you. Father, as we live in an age and a time that is so filled with evil that surrounds us, help us, oh God, not to be caught up with the deception That lies around in this world but father help us to be completely separated in our hearts and our minds and be controlled by the holy spirit oh god without you we are just lost and we are not able to do anything on our own father we depend upon you and tonight we pray for grace and we pray for mercy those that are discouraged in our midst. Oh, Father, every one of your people, Lord, that are experiencing difficult times, whatever the situations may be, Father, we pray, God, that you'll reach down your hand of provision, your hand of protection, your hand of mercy and kindness, oh, God, and minister. Let them experience the Holy Spirit in a great measure in your lives, we pray tonight. We thank you, Father, for this time that we are here. Bless our weekend, we pray. Every individual that attends our services that lord will receive a special blessing from your hand we pray and ask it tonight in jesus most blessed and wonderful name we thank you praise your precious name lord amen and amen amen you will be seated please Uh, before before we continue our service we will just ask brother vin to come forward and and say a few words for us
1: Well, it is good to be in the house of the Lord and uh, um, I really never have much to say because um, uh, well, you know the reasons in part but um, one of the things that I, I in my quiet times I Think about the lessons that we get. I can't remember them, but I listen to them, and when I listen, I understand. And when I when I think about the lessons that we get in this assembly, um, it causes me to think of the 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 closeness of the return of the Lord Jesus. It causes me to think about um, the the scarcity of people in in the Assembly um, in terms of when a service is there and, and you know that there's not that large crowd that that uh, you see in churches or hear about in churches and maybe not only in this assembly but in this fellowship as a whole. And, um, and you you really have to ponder uh, what exactly is the purpose of the church? What is the purpose of this assembly? You know, I I always come to the conclusion in my own mind uh, that, that when God is doing a specific work um, it may be that it, it requires exactly what we experience here um, because, because um, the messages that we receive in this assembly um, uh, they, they, they don't bring any convenience to life. They don't cause you to be happy about things in this world, per se. Uh, they cause you to think and ponder uh, exactly what it is that you and I need to come to. Um, uh, what is the, the very purpose of you and I being here? Um, is it just to, to make people feel that it is a good thing that I'm in church? Uh, that's good, but is that the ultimate purpose of it? And so, and so when, I, when I listen to the lessons, I find them to be— and I don't want to isolate this church, per se, because God knows, uh, He knows, but, but there's a specific, a specific purpose and that, that is, uh, that my heart is inclined to. Uh, and so when I think of it, I think of myself. Why am I, why do I have the privilege of hearing the messages? Uh, is it for me to just say that I've heard it? or is it for me to to feel uh, that I'm close to God or is it for me to examine myself in the context of the words that are given to me that I can know what are the things that I need to do to be able to draw closer to God. And so tonight, without saying anything else, I will encourage every one of us. uh, Take heed. Take heed to what we are receiving in this assembly. Uh, Apply it to our lives. And uh, and let it be uh, a tool for examination. Use it for examining yourself. Uh, You know, when you, when you, you see things made right, Um, uh, this thing. When they made it, um, it has a hole inside and, and they measure that hole to make sure that it can fit and the wires can go through and all, because there's a measurement that they do when they make things. And when we are to bring our lives into the place where God, uh, it meets the requirements that God would have for us. Uh, there are measurements that we need to take on a continual basis. And um, let's make sure uh, that we, we measure uh, correctly. Right. That is the standard that we have uh, to compare Uh, What we're measuring to and with uh, is of God. It is of the Word of God. It is of the Spirit of God that is working. And so I would just encourage each one of us uh, to to be attentive. Um, I don't want to get into details of a few things that comes to my mind. um, because if I say it, you, everyone here would realize and know what I'm saying, but I will say this, uh, we're getting closer to the end. We are. Um, I'm going to tell you that we don't know the totality of the gospel. That is, Brother Singh, I believe a few weeks ago, uh, mentioned about when the Lord Jesus will return. We know events that will transpire, but we don't know the exact time. I'm gonna tell you this. This world is going to come to a place where humanity will be in danger. And when I say that, I'm talking about when you look at the advancement of technology in the world, The end of it is that humanity will be in danger by the very things that we create. And I'm not even talking about bombs. And and so when you look at it, I'm gonna tell you, I'm convinced in my heart that there are people alive Probably that are sitting here or people that are part the young people that are part of this assembly That will be alive when the Lord returns uh, Because it's not a forever thing that it will transpire uh, uh, God in coming back for robots, I can tell you that much And 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 we, if the the only purpose I'm saying that is, if the time is getting closer, the requirements of us mm-hmm. becomes stronger, and it becomes uh, something that we can't ignore and 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 uh, kind of circumvent. But uh, we have to examine ourselves and consider. Uh, the Word of God in the context of our lives. And so I would encourage us, let's, let's take heed to the words that we receive in this assembly. Um, I, listen, I listen to Brother John when he speaks. I listen to Brother Sam when he speaks. I, of course I listen to Brother Singh when he speaks. And, and when I'm listening, I feel that, that we are drawing closer. When I say closer, the end, that is. I hope that when I look at my life, I am drawing closer to the Lord. I hope that you are drawing closer to the Lord. But I can tell you, whether we do or not, we're drawing closer to the end. And so I would encourage each one of us to take heed to the things that we receive in this assembly and let it be applied to our lives and and that we can we can uh, draw closer to the Lord. You don't want to. I'm going to say this, and I'm done. Uh, one of the things uh, this this situation where I've lost my memory uh, it is an amazing thing because the tumor that I had I had it since I was four years old. How I got to 60 before I had a seizure. A man with a PhD, up to today he's puzzled. He can't figure out. I'm a headache in my life, hardly that I can remember. Until I had the seizure, of course. And and there are, you know, when 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 I have to tell you, they did tests on me to figure out how come the night that I had that seizure, how come I didn't lose my brain capacity? They tested me. They did six MRIs to examine my brain while they're shooting images of things and and questions that I would answer mentally. And they're puzzled as to how I had this seizure for what, 40 minutes? And I didn't lose any function in my brain. And a person that goes into a seizure for 45 seconds begins to lose some of their brain capacity. Now, I had it since I was four and a half years old. It didn't become a seizure until I'm 60 years old. And I sit down and I think of it all. You know one of the things that is more amazing than all of that? I had a condition in my life that was a condition, a sinful condition that I could not get out of me, no matter how hard I tried. AND THERE WERE A HUNDRED TIMES THAT I THOUGHT I HAD THE VICTORY. DO YOU KNOW THAT SINCE I HAD THIS OCCURRENCE, DO YOU KNOW THAT THAT SIN IS NOT THERE ANYMORE? DO YOU KNOW IT IS NOT THERE ANYMORE? And I sit down in the quietness of my own time, and I'm trying to figure out this life. Now, how did God know who I would become in this life to put a a tumor in my head when I'm four years old? See, there are things. That's why when we come into this church, this is not a magical place. This is a place. This is the house of God. And do you know in your house, you set it up the way you want. You do things the way you want. You eat what you want when you're in your house. And in this house, God, will ultimately do everything the way you think you would like to do it in your house. What you and I want in our home, he wants in his home, the things that he has in mind. And we know that that is not a joke. Do you know that I believe in my own heart that when we submit to the principle and the word of God and his spirit. I want to tell you something. We'll know when this place changed. We'll know when our lives change, And we will know that we are actually the children of the most high God. May God bless you. well
2: praise the Lord amen amen appreciate what brother Vid had to say tonight and uh know he's gone through quite a bit of experience but God has been good to him God has been good to every one of us so we're glad for those of you that are here tonight in the sanctuary and those of you that are listening online and uh I count it a blessing that we can still be in church and regardless of circumstances and situations we can still be in church serving God and receiving from the hand of God. I, I like what Brother Vitt said tonight when he was talking about some measurements that uh, they are measurements that, uh, that the Lord has and, and things that we would like to measure in our own measure with our own measurements in our own standards but uh, we have to be careful and make sure that it's all according to what God wants uh, the scripture tells us I think in one of the, uh, uh, the scriptures it says uh, thou shalt not have in thy bag divers weights and divers measures And in other words uh, we should not have double standards And that is why I appreciate this Bible a whole lot, Uh, especially at these times. My Bible is getting older and older, but it's becoming newer and newer to me, because there are so many things that I can read and so many things that are being exposed and open up that even though it was there for years, I never seen it before. And so I must learn to have this book as a device to measure my own life with. Paul, I think, was writing to the Corinthians when he says, They measure themselves by themselves are not wise. You see, if I, if I have my own yardstick to measure my, my spiritual growth and development in God, I would never, ever be accurate and I will never reach the standard where God wants me to be. But if I use the Word of God as a tool to measure my life every day, uh, it would allow me to see where I am coming short, uh, what I need to do. And it's a good place, but if it said it's a good place, this is a house of God, it's a good place to be here. It's a a sanctuary. And we have been told so many times when we come here, uh, we need to reverence the house of God, Uh, honor this place and god has given us the direction and guidance from his word over the years and i look at my uh, i've got a stack of notebooks that i uh, would normally take my notes put them in just about to finish another one again and I, you know those things that i those notes that i have taken uh, i i was listening to uh, the wednesday night service and i thought about it uh, i thought about what was said and um, uh, those of you that, that have gone to your doctor for some treatment of some, maybe a medical condition that you have, and uh, for instance, if you have high blood pressure and you go to your doctor and he'll prescribe a certain medication, he says, you need to take this one in the morning and one at night. And you say, well, it's so inconvenient for me to take it in the morning and at night. I'm going to take both of them in the morning. Uh, well, you take both in the morning, you put yourself at risk, sure. high risk. Uh, if you take half in the morning and half at night, that's not I- enough. You'll still be at risk. You do as the prescription says and the, the instructions given by your doctor. But you know, sometimes we get into that place, and I'm guilty of this so many times. I would like to listen to the physician more than I listen to what God is saying. I'm going to say that again. I sometimes listen to my physician and the doctors more than I would listen to what God wants me to do. And this is why the reason for us having that lesson on Wednesday night you know, I, this, every year I plant a, 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 a garden, a flower garden or a vegetable garden, and I always enjoy to do that, love to do that. This year, <laughs> I've never mentioned that to you before, but this year I didn't feel like I really want to go out and do the gardening. And it's, uh, it's telling me something, it's telling me, but if it said you know, he was um, uh, 60 years old, and it's telling me that we are not getting younger, we are getting up in age and sometimes the things that we did at a younger age vibrant and and healthy and be able to do that we're not able to perform the same way as we get older in September I will be (laughs) 66 years old my dad passed away when he was 66 I'm not saying that it might be possible that I would do the same but it's it's a time that we all are getting older as time goes by but one of the things I really appreciate is that the fact that even though I am getting older physically the Word of God is becoming newer and newer to me every day when I listen to it and I am I'm really appreciative to the lessons that we are getting. Uh, was it uh, was it uh, Belshazzar was having his feast? when uh, he was a uh, uh, sort of taking the vessels for the house of the Lord and and dishonoring the vessels of God and then suddenly there was a writing on the wall. I think it was Belshazzar mm-hmm. uh, when the writing says "Mene, Mene, take ill you for sin in other words the interpretation for that was thou art weighed Was God writing on the wall says thou art weighed in the balances and found wanting in other words that when God was weighing him in the balances uh, Belshazzar was coming up short Uh, he was doing things that was displeasing in the sight of God and I thought about it if I if I weigh myself in God's scale how would I what would the results be Uh, you know long ago they have balances they have two uh, balance and uh, you you weigh yourself uh, or you weigh uh they, they will weigh things they put a, a one ounce here and you put some uh, materials in this and if it balances, it, tell, it tells you that there's a one ounce and you weigh yourself in the balance now if i weigh myself in god's balance i wonder uh, how would i come up what would be the results and one side there's the good that i've done for all the 20 past 24 hours and the other side is the things that were not so good the works of the flesh and things that i've been tempted to do according to my will and not god's plan now, where would that scale or balance tip would it tip to the good side or would it tape to the evil side tip to the evil side uh, uh was it wednesday night we dealt with galatians the fifth chapter and we are human beings and we will be human beings until we draw our last breath we will face challenges in life Uh, nobody is free from sin and temptation and trials until God perfects us and put us away as we live in this body we would have all kinds of challenges that come our way and that's the reason why God has given us a bible the word of god the laws of god the commandments of god uh, for us to obey them now if we obey the doctor and take the prescription uh, for for our physical health our natural health what about having direction and guidance given to us from the word of god now, not only would guarantee our physical or natural health but our spiritual growth and development in god that will last a lifetime it will last forever throughout eternity this book is designed to give us life Amen. and give us light david said he was talking in the sun he says uh, he says we we should be, we're delightful to keep god's law day and night we should be delighted to keep god's law a day and night he says blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Now today, in our time, there's a lot of counseling going on. A lot of things going on in the world that we could, without realizing it, be caught up as victims to those things that are happening out in the world. The television is a damnable thing. Uh, Television is a damnable thing. Social media is a damnable thing. And thank God for the opportunity we have to use part of that to spread the gospel. Uh, We're using that tonight to spread the gospel. But uh, that's just a fraction of use of social media. The majority of it is done with an evil purpose, an evil results, Because this world is governed by evil and deceit and deception and God has to help every one of us. I look at those pads and notes that I've taken and I say I wonder if I could memorize everything that was there, would I be the same person? Possibly, yes. I could memorize everything that was taught uh, uh, through the years, but if it's just memorized, it's just giving me a knowledge. And a lot of people attending churches over and over. And all they are accomplishing is a head full of knowledge of the scriptures. But that's not good enough. David said in the 119th chapter of Psalms, I think it was, when he says, he says, Thy word have I hid in my heart. You see, knowledge up here, the word of God up here, that's just knowledge. But it has to go beyond a head knowledge. For us to be in God's kingdom and for us to have immortality, for us to reign and rule with Christ, uh, for us to be saved, the knowledge cannot remain up there. It has to be implemented. It has to be practiced. It has to be lived. Jesus made a statement, might have been in Matthew the seventh chapter, when he said, "He says, uh, he says, uh, uh, he says, uh, talking about the he that he that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them." You see, there's one part in which you hear; the other part is doing. He that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them is like a wise man that build his house upon a rock. You see, you see we, have, we have had the knowledge that Jesus is the rock. Uh, they remember that God was their rock and the higher God, their redeemer, the scripture says. And we are all built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. If he's the foundation, then we need to build upon that rock. Well, that wise man that built his house upon a rock, his foundation was sure and secure. And when the floods came and the winds came, it it, uh, could not budge. That house would not budge because it had its foundation right. But the foolish man, he that heard these sayings of mine and doeth them not, is like a foolish man who builds his house upon a sand. There is no foundation. There is no depth. There is no security, no stability. When the floods came, and and when the winds blow, because he had no root and no foundation, his house would be knocked down, and he would be destroyed. So is every one of us. We can hear God's word, and if we are not built right, when temptations come, or when evil surrounds us and come, and when we are... Faced with the winds of persecutions. And the trials that the devil will bring. We will not survive. We will be knocked out. And we will lose our salvation. But God has been merciful and gracious to every one of us. That gives us this word of God that we heard on Wednesday night. And every time we gather here for service. We are Appreciative to the Lord for the things that He has been doing in our lives. So we want now to measure ourselves for the past 24 hours, for the past month, how much of God's word was given to us, and how have we implemented that? How we need how have we lived the things we have heard? You see, it's 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 not good enough to listen only with our ears. But his word should reach down, right down in our hearts and change us. No wonder Paul was writing, he talked about it in, in, uh, in Romans, is it the 12th chapter? We dealt with that on, on Wednesday night in Romans, the 12th chapter. And when he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, uh, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Was it in Romans, mm-hmm. Romans chapter 12? Uh, He says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Uh, Living sacrifice. Normally a sacrifice is, is is being killed, is dead. He says, holy and acceptable unto God. It's one thing for us to attend services and church and go to church and to pray and sing the praises of God. But when we examine our lives compared to the word of God are we holy when we present ourselves before God holiness without which no man shall see the Lord God loves righteousness and he hates iniquity do we love the things that God loves and we hate the things that God hates? Uh, are we in the position tonight to say yes I love the things that God love or uh, are we uh, and we hate the things that God hates Uh, This is a long weekend in Canada. Is it Memorial Day weekend? It's a Memorial weekend. Victoria. Victoria Day weekend. And there's a lot of people that are happy for this weekend. And why are they happy for this weekend, you think? Because we have church on Saturday night. Because we have service on Sunday. No, they're not happy because of that. They're happy because they have Monday as a holiday. And when a child of God gets caught up with that kind of a attitude that, oh, we're we happy. This is a long weekend. We are happy for this weekend because it, Monday is a holiday. The best part of the weekend is ignored. And that is a Saturday night. A Saturday night when we can come and meet the greatest being this universe has ever experienced or seen. And when we come here on a Saturday night and we sing the praises of God. It's like David said, as the heart, the little animal, panted after the water broke. So panted my soul after thee, O God. The week it's just drained you of all that you had. And, and you're like that automobile on the highway running out of gas. It's time to go into the filling station one more and get charged up that's what saturday night does to every child of god that is hunger and hungry and thirsty after god that that little animal that was thirsty after the water brook he says david says so panted my soul after thee O god and tonight we appreciate everyone that's here and may god help us and give us a spiritual appetite for the things of god more than ever we sing that song, My Soul Thirsted for Thee, O God. My soul thirsted for Thee. It will not be satisfied with men striving. My soul thirsted for Thee. He says, uh, the song says, My soul cries out when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that He has done for me. You stop for a moment and think about you being here tonight, was the grace of God. Uh, Paul writing, he says, It was the goodness of God that led thee to repentance. We didn't repent on our own. It was the goodness of God that led us to repent. And it was the goodness of God that brought every one of us here tonight that are sitting here in this congregation. It's the goodness of God that allow everyone that's listening over the air to listen uh, to the services. It is the mercy and the goodness of God. When I think of the goodness of Jesus... And all that he has done for me. I could have been killed somewhere in an accident. You don't see the hand of God on your life. And we ignore the protection of God so many times. Because we don't physically see it. We ignore the provision of God. Because we take him for granted so often. We ignore the protection of God. And the the provisions of God. And the love of God. Because we don't physically see it sometimes. And that's why sometimes the Lord allows us to crash our vehicle and we come out of there. So he reminds us that the angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him. And so God has to take us through a pathway that we would not want by ourselves to go. But he brought every one of us here tonight when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, not my mouth. Jesus says these people draw it nigh unto me with their mouths. Thousands of church around the world this weekend. Would be singing a lot of songs and hymns and and a lot of choruses. But a lot of it will be done by their mouth. These people draw it nigh unto me with their mouths and honor me with their lips. But what is missing is honoring God with the heart. Drawing nigh unto God with the heart. Singing from the heart. My soul thirsteth for thee, O oh God. Even though we know it sometimes, we know the song, we memorize it, but sometimes our eyes are taken up to the flash overhead. We just continue reading that overhead without closing the world. Sometimes it's good in, when we just shut everything out. And I'm talking to the Lord now. My soul thirsteth for thee, O oh God. My soul thirsted for thee. Oh God, would you fill me with your spirit? Would you fill me with your grace? Would you fill me with your love? And it becomes a one-on-one relationship and, and desire for more of God than ever. I tell you, He'll fill the hungry with good things. If you sincerely desire and hunger after God, when you come here, not only here, but when you're by yourself at home and things seem so hard and unbearable, and you just close everything out and close the world out, and you spend that quality time. By night on my bed, Solomon says, I sought for him whom my soul loved. He said, I sought for him and I found him not. He says, Now I'll arise and I'll go by the streets in the Broadway. He said, Those people around there, they, they found me, and I asked, You see him whom my soul loveth? But they could not. A broad way. Broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be that go in thereat. I asked for him, You know, you, do, do you see him whom my soul loveth? They could not have helped me. He said, After I passed all of those people, I passed all of those institutions and organizations and religious gatherings, I passed them. Finally. Straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. I found him, whom my soul loveth, and I'll embrace him. And that is why tonight we found him, whom our soul loveth. That is why we felt the presence we felt here in our midst tonight. Because God himself and his presence is in our midst and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is liberty liberty to worship him and adore him oh come let us adore him that's not only a christmas carol it's an everyday carol to a child of god oh come let us adore him and give him thanks for his goodness and his mercy and do it to all generations so paul said here in in romans the 12th chapter he says i beseech you by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy unacceptable see two words holy and acceptable when i come to church and i lift my hands up would that be acceptable to the lord when he when he does a complete inventory of my life and see the condition of my heart when the lord saw mary mary was favorable she found favor in the sight of the lord when i sing the praises of God like we sang here tonight. When God looks down, when He looks down and He sees everyone, he, see, he, he, see, he looks beyond the mouth. The, the lips, He goes beyond that. He sees the heart. How sincere are we acceptable before Him. Well, you know, this is why we are getting this. Because this is teaching us how to worship God. We need to implement this. We need to walk in this. We need to live this. How we need to put this into practice in our own lives. He says acceptable unto the Lord. And he says which is our reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of our minds. You see the devil plays in the mind. And sometimes we sit right here in church. We sit in the service. And our minds are taken out of here. And you wonder if you left, if you turned the stove off? <laughs> did I really turn? The, did I? Gosh, did I turn that stove off before I came? Uh, did I lock that door? My, I see. And the message is being preached, and God's presence is here, but our minds are drifting away. You see, we, we just we just wander because that's how the devil plays. He plays on the mind, but the not wonder. The scripture says, "Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus." Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. There are a lot of people tonight who can't sleep right, right, who don't sleep. They don't get that rest. A lot of people try to sleep, and a lot of times I would find myself in that situation where I try to sleep and sleep won't come. I count, they say, count sheep. Well, I count sheep. <laughs> I count goats, I count dogs and cats, you name it, I count, and it's still I can't sleep. But I learned one other thing, the secret is going back to God's Word. You see, heaven and earth will pass away, but not one jot or tittle of God's Word will ever pass. This is our life. Amen. This is our source of surviving. This is our future, God's Word. And when you implement that in your life, my God, it will bring peace and comfort to every one of us, and that is why tonight I appreciate what we had on Wednesday night. Not only listening to the Word of God, not only uh, just uh, just uh, memorizing the Scripture, but living the Word of God, that we may become living epistles, seen and read of all men. Let God help us. May God help us uh, to understand the importance of keeping His Word and His Law in our hearts. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Day and night he would rejoice in God's law. He will, he will, he'll meditate in God's law day and night. He'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. He shall not, it shall not wither whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. We've got every opportunity given to us this assembly and every child of god that's in the body of christ we've got the opportunity to make the changes in our lives and we can't do it alone may god help us to make the required changes and be in god's kingdom this is a blessed place to be in amen 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 so why don't you join me in prayer tonight uh, before we sing a song we're going to sing a, a chorus for the offering let's all let's all pray tonight and ask god to help us Father, tonight we thank you for this time we can spend in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for your word, which is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Oh God, help us just not to be hearers of your word, but help us to be doers. Help us to hide your word in our hearts that we may not sin against thee. Help us, oh God, to be able to overcome the trials and the temptations of the adversary not to be confirmed to this world, not to be carried away with the things of this world. Oh God, not to give our strength to the things of this world, not to be deceived by the deception that lies around us. But oh God, we pray tonight that you'll protect every one of your children. Help us to be drawn closer to you than ever. Help us to love you with all of our hearts, with all of our mind, with all of our souls. Oh God, that we can place the Lord Jesus and the highest pedestal in our lives. Forgive us, we pray, of our failures, our shortcomings, and help us to make the radical changes in our lives. Oh God, to please you in every way. Change us, we pray. We ask it in Jesus' name, Lord. Bless our weekend, we ask it. And we thank you tonight, in Jesus' name. Amen Amen. and amen. amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Remember your offering tonight. Thank mm-hmm. you.